Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself, because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey there, food bloggers. Welcome to the Eat Blog Talk podcast made just for you, food bloggers who are wanting to add value to their businesses and to their lives. In today's episode, I will be talking to Betty Davies from slowthecookdown.com, and we will be discussing the benefits of hiring a virtual assistant. Betty started her food blog, Slow the Cook Down, as a hobby three and a half years ago, fitting it in hours between busy days and evenings in her career as a TV producer in London. A move across the Atlantic to Toronto made Betty reevaluate her TV career and pursue a better work-life balance. She started VAing for other food bloggers for extra income between TV contracts, but was quickly inundated with requests. And now she works full-time working with food bloggers of all shapes and sizes on various tasks and projects. Betty, I absolutely love your story about how you got started. TV producer, that is so cool. (laughs) You say it's cool. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's probably not cool from your perspective, working so hard. I know you guys work really, really hard. Can you take just a few minutes to add something extra about you or your business or just give us a fun fact about yourself? Um, Yeah. So basically, uh, as a TV producer, I worked on all kinds of stuff from... from kind of drama, big dramas to kind of small one-off documentaries. Um, and all of them were always, always crazy. And I've worked in TV for a long time. I don't, I'll give away my age totally, but probably since I was like kind of 17 or 18. Um, and so at the tender age of 33, myself and my husband decided that we wanted a total different change in life. And we'd fallen out of love in the industry. And so it made us both we evaluate things and really kind of search what we enjoy doing. And for me, that was that was food blogging um, and all of the things that go along with it. <laughs> You've been food blogging for how long, remind me? Um, so I've been blogging for about three and a half years. Um, it's been very on and off. Um, you know, it's kind of a weekend here and a weekend there for probably the first couple of years. Um, and whereas now, uh, because of the VA work I do, I'm kind of much more consistent. So I've kind of probably been taking it seriously for about a year and a half. So you're able to keep up with both doing the blogging side and the VAing side. And do you have a preference which you like better, which kind of work you like more? Um, well, VA really was a was a great way in to, to kind of learn more, to be honest with you as well. Um, I think as food bloggers, we don't realize how much knowledge we do have. We kind of take it all for granted these years and years of listening to podcasts and, and reading articles and comments and, and that kind of thing. Um, so for me, the two kind of go hand in hand. I, I love kind of being able to work with other bloggers with what I've learned, but then also it's repaid sometimes. And, you know, I work with a lot of bloggers that are much more experienced than me. Um, and so I can use that for my own blog. So the two things go hand in hand. And actually, it keeps me much more motivated on my blog. Um 
because I'm working within that industry so much more. So, so it's great. I am super excited to talk about this topic because virtual assistants are amazing. You guys are like the unsung heroes. Seriously. Um, I respect the work you guys do in the same way that I respect the work of food bloggers because it's no joke. You work really hard. You have a great perspective because you're in both worlds. So that's unique. Not all food bloggers turn into virtual assistants and vice versa. And I also love how in your careers, things seem to have naturally progressed for you with one job kind of leading to another and another and just the way your journey kind of unfolded. I'm wondering how many bloggers you allow yourself to work with at once. What's your max? When do you feel stretched? And also, you just have to be super adaptable to be able to work with a variety of people because everyone has different processes and personalities and expectations. So kind of talk to us about all of that. So in terms of how many people I work with at once, um, it, it totally depends on the kind of work. Um, so for some people, they so I do a lot of uh, updating recipe cards for a lot of food bloggers. Um, like they'll have an SEO audit a lot of the time. And they'll have lots of either missing information or on outdated recipe cards. Um, so some will come to me and be like, I need to do all of these as quickly as possible. It's, you know, it's a huge kind of thing. So they're happy for me to work as much as possible on those, as many hours as I can. Whereas others come to me and say, right, I can afford for you to do four hours a week for me. You know, and that might be kind of share, social sharing stuff or uh, SEO post rewrites. Um, so it's kind of balancing out. Like you say, um, everyone has different needs. So at the moment, I have six people that I work with um, and they, you know, some only want me to do one or two hours a week, others as much as I can. So at the moment, that's working out for me. Um, what I do tend to do is schedule ahead as well. Um, so I don't, obviously, I never want to turn work down, um, but I also need to give the bloggers all of the attention they need. So I am quite honest, if I can't start for another four weeks with them, I have to tell them maybe they'll hold on. Sometimes, obviously, they'll find someone else. Um, but time and managing people is absolutely key. Um, and like you said, everyone's very different. So even though I might be doing the same work for people in terms of whether it's SEO rewrites for posts or recipe card updating, social sharing, that kind of thing, they everyone is different. So I I think communication is key for this. And it's, it's the one, one of the things that was useful in my TV career, I think, was um, just communication the whole time. Um, so I always, like we're doing now, I always kind of do offer Skype calls um, if there's anything people need to talk through and feel more confident about. Um, people are nervous about handing over their food blog to, to, to a virtual stranger. Absolutely. Um, which I get yeah. as well. Um, I've, I've had food blogger VAs in my time as well, and uh, I've had different outcomes. So I, I, I understand the... Um, the importance of trust and communication, for sure. It's so important. So I imagine this being on the VA side and having to dig into so many different types of projects has allowed you to be a much more well-rounded mm. blogger. Is that right? All of the different projects that you were talking about, like updating recipe cards and you do like socials for another person, really diving into those things just absolutely has to have made you more adaptable and well-rounded. It does definitely. Um, you know, I'm... <laughs> 
it kind of can work both ways as well. Um, I was managing, well, kind of, kind of part-time managing someone's Instagram account, um, which is not personally my favourite social media at all. Um, I know that's quite, most food bloggers love Instagram, but I, I'm not one of those people. Um, and I just stopped posting on it because I was spending so much time on it for someone else. And my, my Instagram account went dead, actually. Oh, so it no. can have a negative effect sometimes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, especially for me, um, kind of the SEO side of stuff and rewriting posts, um, I absolutely, you know, everyone's got new information all the time. And I think that's, that's the kind of, in one way, it's quite exciting because there's always something new to learn. It's always moving. Um, it can also be a bit overwhelming sometimes <laughs> as well, because there's so much. Yes. Uh, so for social media, um, you know, one strategy for one food blogger might not work for another one. Um, so I see lots of those things. Sometimes I try them out on my on my own stuff. Sometimes I don't. Um, but it also means that the clients I have, I've then got a kind of pocket full of all these different strategies I can kind of try out that they might not have tried before to help them grow. So it's like, a, you know, there's not many jobs where, you're constantly learning so much and then you're using that knowledge to then implement things for other people that can really, really benefit. I love what you just said. The words pocket full of strategies. That is exactly what I was trying to say earlier, but that was way more eloquent. So you can kind of feel around different personalities and bloggers and see what works for other people. And now you've got this pocket full of different options that you can use not only for other bloggers as a VA, but also for yourself and your own blog, which I think is really cool because a lot of us, we just have our own stuff to compare to. So we use what works for us and that's what we go with. I think it would be really valuable to find a VA who was well-versed in just doing a lot of different things so that they like, oh, this worked for this person. Maybe I'll try this for you too. Personally, I have only hired friends as my VAs in the past. This works really well for me and everyone has a different approach for this, I know. But for me, this is kind of the way to go because you mentioned this earlier, just having a level of trust in somebody because I put going on nine years of my heart and my soul into this blog. So it is really hard for me to imagine just hiring somebody that I knew nothing about to go into my stuff. And, and I think a lot of food bloggers feel the same way. I don't think I'm alone in that. Do you notice that too? Are people less willing to hire VAs that aren't already friends? Um, I think, I think again, everyone's different. I, th I really do. And I, I think it also depends sometimes how you see your blog as well. So I, as a blogger, when I was in London, because I didn't have time, so I hired two VAs. One was actually a sister of another friend of a, a blogger, all very, all very incestual. Yeah. And she was great. She just filled up my social shares for me. It was amazing, you know, and I didn't have to think about it. I wasn't spending too much time because her sister who was a blogger trained her as well so you know the communication was there but it was very um it was a very casual thing but it's exactly what I kind of needed at that time you know my blog wasn't huge and not by any stretch of the imagination huge I just was trying to generate some more traffic from kind of social media so that was perfect for me at that point you know um and that connection I think there was that personal connection there I had also hired uh, kind of Pinterest kind of strategists, I would say, 
kind of VA stroke, but they, they kind of specialize in it. And I've had really mixed. I've had people that I'm like, what are you doing that's more that more than I'm doing already, you know? Um, so it can be really mixed. I think definitely that the familiarity is a really nice thing. On the other side of that, what I would say, what I do get a lot of the time is uh, people just come and going, right, I need these done. Can you do like recipe cards, for instance? They know like I don't need to be trained up on, on filling in the recipe cards. I know what to look for. I've worked with them enough now to kind of be able to navigate any issues with them. And so they just leave. They, they want someone. They can go, right, here's my login. Let me know when you're finished. And they don't have to think about it again. Um, so I think, you know, I'm always, I don't do loads of social media for bloggers because personally for me, I think a lot of the time bloggers are looking for their own voice. Um, they're looking for a way of connecting with audiences. So I'm not always going to do that. I am by no level a Pinterest strategist. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish I was, Um, but you know, I can schedule for you, but I'm, I'm never, ever going to say, oh my God, I'm going to grow your Pinterest by 10 times in three months. So I think it's down to the blogger as well. And I, I think this is key. I've, I have seen a lot of, not negative reactions, but kind of like, oh, I heard a VA and they were rubbish. You know, it's like the, the bloggers need to be kind of taking control of that. You need to be hiring someone. What you do get, um, I hope, and it, for, for me, and I, you know, I know a lot of other VAs as well who work with closely with food bloggers um and we're all very professional you know it's not like hiring your friend down the street if we say we're going to do six hours for you this week or 10 hours or 20 hours we're going to do it so in that kind of sense I think it depends what you want it depends what your blog is is your is your blog something you're doing part-time that maybe you want to grow and you know friends kind of are great in that sense but by hiring someone who works with lots of other bloggers that you can trust, you know, it, it depends what you want. It really does. But either way, I think you're right. Whatever works for you and whatever you're comfortable with. Um, I definitely get nervous about handing my <laughs> my login to my site. I get nervous. I get nervous about it. And yet I have yes. access to Mm, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does. It gives you access to quite a lot. It's kind of like sending your kid off to camp for the first time. Like, you know, it'll probably be okay, but you desperately want to hold them back and like, oh, I don't know. But it is scary, especially if it is something that you really want to grow and that you've put a lot of time and energy and love into. But honestly, in the end, it's probably healthy to get to that point where you can let things go a little bit. Do you have any recommendations? for food bloggers, what are some ways that we can know when we hire a VA that we have never met before that we can trust them? Or is- okay, yeah, no, it's a really good question um, because you are kind of going into the pit a little bit. And I think it's such a personal thing. So recommendations are great. You know, as bloggers, we're kind of this weird kind of, we never see each other, but we're actually quite social animals. And we're always taught, you know, we all have our own little blogger groups that we talk to um so recommendations i think are always a good place to start and even but even then it just because it works for your blogger friend it might not work for you so i think recommendations are a good place to start just in terms of okay this person does the job on time that's that's kind of what you need 
And then really have a think about what you want, because what I hear as well, I, I have some bloggers that come to me going, right, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. And I'm like, hey, you need 10 people to do <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> All of that. Yeah. Like as a blogger, you really, and I know it's hard because our list is endless, whether it's redoing stuff, whether it's scheduling or, you know, back end stuff, updating, there's so, so much to do. Um, I feel like I'm never wiping stuff off my to-do list. I'm just kind of adding it. So it's really important to kind of really focus in, I think, on what you want. Is it that you hate social media? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of this out there. (laughs) You hate social media, so you just want someone to go in and schedule your stuff. Is it that you've you've just had an SEO audit and you've got a massive list from Casey or whoever it might be? You know, things like updating recipe cards. That's a dead quick thing for a VA to be able to go through and do um, without too much hassle. So just be really specific about the task you want. It might be that after that task, there might be more stuff, but just just be really specific at the start. Um, I would definitely ask for references. I think most VAs are going to, will have worked with lots of other bloggers, bloggers that you've heard of. You know, my, my kind of client list range from very big bloggers, like uh, Brown Eyed Baker, um, I've worked with quite recently through to like Kevin is cooking, Sugar and Charm, um, Bojan Gourmet. So, you know, they're all bloggers. The bloggers that are hiring VAs a lot are big known names. So ask for the references and, and that kind of thing. I think just ask all the questions. If you're not sure of, and this goes for hiring in any industry, right? It's like, if you're not sure what someone's just said, ask them, ask them for clarification all the time. I've had clients come to me who have been really, really messed up by VAs before. I'll be honest. There aren't some, there are some, I I think it's not that they're bad. I think they're not specifically food blogger VAs. All the feedback I've had is when they've gone to kind of VA companies that aren't necessarily food bloggers and they haven't understood it. And so their trust is really low, but they know they have to hire someone (laughs) to kind of get through this work. So I'm always, you know, I'm on Skype all the time. You can Skype me whenever you need. I always think that's good, again, for both sides. So I really understand what you need from me. VAs are, we have our own set of skills in the fact that there's a lot of jobs I can be left to and I just know it. I can plow through here. You're up to date with everything. There's other jobs where it's like, I need your input. You need to tell me what to do. I'm an assistant. I'm not a manager. So, you know, it's it's just about being very clear with, with what you want as well and not being afraid to say, actually, that's not how I wanted it. This is how I want it. Like, we're not going to take offense. <laughs> so here's a question. What if there is a food blogger that's relatively new, doesn't really know many other food bloggers, but is at that point where they know they need to hire a VA? They don't have any friends who are willing to help or have the skills needed, and they don't really know where to look for recommendations. Is there somewhere else they can go that would point them in the right direction to find a good VA? So yeah, so I found actually the most helpful places uh, so a couple of Facebook groups um, and there, so there's the Food Bloggers Central Facebook group which is pretty big now um, and you can always you know people are really happy to help and recommend on that there's also a group called the Food Bloggers Virtual Assistant Facebook group and food bloggers advertise in there but then you can also kind of put a shout out if you're looking for someone um, 
and again, if you're okay, you don't know who they are, feel, you know, ask for recommendations. Uh, oh, sorry, ask for references from them. So once you get in touch with them, just be like, hey, could you just send who have you worked with before? Can I, do you mind if I get a reference? Um, and again, talk with them on Skype, you know. I can honestly, this sounds really, really cheesy, but a lot of my clients are actually friends now. Yeah, of course. Um, because we've had so many Skype calls together. You know, we talk most days and it, it is a, it's a partnership, you know. I love that. Like the VA should be there to help and to assist you, you know, not not take over, right? Um, but yeah, I, I talk to most, I've got kind of at the moment, I've got probably four quite long-term clients and I talk to them all the time, you know? Um, <laughs> and it's just like, oh God, I haven't spoken to them today. We should find something to talk about. <laughs> um, you know, because we, we are, it's a team. I'm part of their team. They're hiring me to make their jobs easier. Um, and we can't get together for water cooler moments, you know, like you would in an office. So you kind of make that up. <laughs> I love that you use the word partnership. So my main VA, really, like she's in some situations in charge. She keeps me in line and she, she knows my weaknesses and my strengths. And and vice versa, so that we really are like a partnership. And most of the time, I don't feel like I'm the boss. I feel like we are in this together. And I think it's really important for food bloggers to find that kind of relationship. And I honestly, I feel like I've gotten really lucky. So I don't know if that's really hard to find someone like that. I've heard once you find a good VA, just do not let them go. <laughs> <laughs> Keep hold of Keep them. Hold Keep of them. hold of them. <laughs> and yeah, and there's some jobs, you know, I, they, I think there's, I have kind of two two very, very separate sets of clients. One that are like, right, I need, and I, I have had like 3,000 recipe cards before, but I need all of these recipe cards updating. Let me know if there's any problems. You know, it's reporting back to them on maybe a monthly basis, but it's a very kind of in and out kind of a job. I have others that are like, what do you think? You know, it's much more like a partnership, especially with it's things like, uh, so rewriting posts, um, you know, it has to be collaborative. Like this is your content on your site, you know, so things like that need to be collaborative. Um, for social stuff, like I, like I said, I, I do not pertain to be a social media strategist at all. So it's much more conversation. It's like, okay, we've tried this for two months. This hasn't worked. How about we try this? Or I've read this somewhere, you know. It, it's much more collaborative in some ways. Um, and, and that's the really nice thing about it as well. It's boss me around and tell me what you want, but but uh, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, and but also use my knowledge. You know, like I, I've worked with a lot of bloggers. I'm trying. I'm trying to make a guesstimate about how many bloggers I've worked with, and I have no idea. It, it's close to a hundred. Oh think. wow. Of all different, but of all different shapes and sizes. I've worked, like I said, I've worked with huge bloggers that have kind of 3,000, 4,000 recipe cards on their blogs. I've also worked with people who have 50 recipes on their blogs. You know, it, it's it's not a thing necessarily about, oh, I'm, am I big enough to get a VA? It's all different shapes and sizes. And actually, with the smaller food bloggers, it's quite fun to work with them because, again, they're like, what do you think about this? You know, they're so much more interested in it. And use your knowledge. You know, that's what I'm there for as well. Yes, I love that. And I think it is so important to mention this, that as a manager, because once you start hiring VAs, you technically are a manager, a partnership too. But you need to be able to see what your VA's strengths are and allow them to kind of run with what they excel at. And then vice versa, they will 
catch on to what your strengths are, ideally. I love that you've worked with so many bloggers. That 100? That's crazy. I think it must be reaching that at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen the gamut. You've worked with like every type of personality. (laughs) You've probably had every type of partnership. (laughs) Yeah. All of them have been lovely. Uh Yes, of course. Of course. We're all just lovely people. (laughs) You know, it's a really great way of just seeing how so many people work because especially when I start, you know, I, I started VAing as a, I had some TV contracts in Canada kind of short term and I was like, Oh, you know, I don't want to be bored. So I'll do a bit of VA in the meantime, as well as kind of doing my own stuff on my blog. And I learned so much, you know, and I was like, Oh, but we all do the same thing. You know, we we all make recipes, we all take photos, we all write the posts, we all do the social shares. Um, and there are so many ways to skin a cat. It's it's great. <laughs> I love your words. Yes, there are so many different ways to skin a cat. It's so true. And we all do the same basic tasks. Yes, but we are all skinning our cats differently. And as a VA and someone who wants to really get into that and do more VAing, you have to be adaptable, I imagine, and kind of gauge what you're getting and how to interact with each blogger too. And I think that's the, you know, it's about when you're saying about how it's about hiring a grown-up sometimes, you know, yes. <laughs> you know, hire someone that you just can rely on and is grounded in it. And I, I think that's a huge thing. But also it comes to, I worked in television for whew, nearly 14 years, I think, 14, 15 years. Um, I started when I was very young, like eight, so about 14 years. And so when you're talking about personalities, um, I have worked with kind of extreme ends on the scale with personalities through that. Very demanding people, um, very angry people, sometimes very lovely people and very sincere as well. But, you know, I've worked with a lot of different people because I, I contracted. So, so many people. So again, so that's the thing. I take every single client. Okay, so I might have worked with loads and loads of clients, but each one is totally different has totally different needs and so that's the thing I think when you're trying to find a VA you know don't don't be afraid to talk to three four five people in the same way you would get if you were having work done to your house you would get several quotes in you wouldn't just go for the first quote you got in um so it's the same kind of principle you know talk to three or four people find the people that you you kind of match with especially i think if it's for a long you're looking for a longer term partnership like i at the moment i'm got three clients that i'm doing seo work for they've all got kind of five six hundred posts that they want updating i'm going to be working with them for for a long time (laughs) you know and so be really you know go with someone that you kind of really feel comfortable with as well and can be honest and you know you have that rapport with it's really really important um yeah in, in an outside industry you wouldn't hire someone that you didn't like so don't do it now <laughs> food blogs are precious to most food bloggers we are really proud of our work and we put a lot of time into it so you don't want to just hand tasks over to someone who you don't feel good about and i think one of the important things i just thought of this as you were talking having a phone chat is really good because for me i can get such a good feel for somebody when i chat with them over the phone versus like an email 
call or a text? A hundred percent. I've I've started doing it more and more and more, especially if people kind of have lots of questions and not quite sure what they want to do. Um, it's so much easier. It's so much easier to do face to face. Um, you know, emails, emails can either be copied and pasted. They can be really thought about before being sent. You, you know, you're not getting a real kind of personality over it. And like, you know, blogs are an extension without being really cheesy again, but blogs are an extension of our personalities. You know, right? we pour our hearts and souls into them most of the time, especially in the early days. You know, it, it, it's literally you. Um, so don't give that away. Um, I find a really good way if you're really, really, you know, you know that you want to get someone, but you're nervous about handing something over um, set very, very small tasks and something you can keep an eye on, you know, something that you can like uh, on a daily basis go and check. So, for instance, if it's if it's sharing on Facebook or something like that, so you can keep an eye on it. If it's, you know, if it is updating posts, make sure you're, you know, say, right, I only want to do two and then I want to go in and check all your work. You know, VA work is really flexible. It's why I do it. Um, but it's so flexible. So say, look, could you just do two posts for me and let's see how that goes? You know, you don't have to be like, right, I want you to do a million of my recipes and redo them all and republish them immediately. You know, you don't have to do that. That is a really smart recommendation. I love that. Just starting with something small that you can keep a close eye on and then just like building from there. That's something that I never really thought about. I always think like, I'm going to offload this massive job, but it's probably smarter just to start small and build from that. So we kind of touched on finding a good VA, someone that you mesh well with and keeping them if you really like them, if they really like you and you work well together. So what are some good strategies for keeping good VAs and like, you know, taking care of them so that they want to stick around um buy me lots of gifts that's really good <laughs> you know a bottle of wine in the post will never i'll never say no that's awesome. your favorite um, <laughs> you know i could do all of you know share some of my stuff bigger bloggers i work with that would be great uh, <laughs> i love it but um honestly it's just about you know I'm saying, you know, the trust and the communication goes both ways. You know, yes, you're hiring someone, but if I don't feel comfortable working with you as well, I won't work with you. Um, so just be a good person, I think. <laughs> Back to the basics, right? Just be a good person. I think all of us could use that reminder. Exactly. Just be a good person um, and be honest with about what you want all the time and be clear. I've got a couple actually who I've worked with pretty much since the beginning of me kind of starting my VA journey. And sometimes we won't do much together. Sometimes they'll be like, hey, Betty, I need you to do like 10 roundups for me in a month. And I'll be like, right, okay, yeah, no worries. And I will drop stuff for them because they've been there all the time. Sure, that makes sense. I, I just, you know, just be honest and yet yeah, just be normal. <laughs> Be normal. I love it. Quote of the day. But seriously, like the more you respect somebody, the more you're going to be willing to bend over backwards when needed. Absolutely. Like I, I can work with the biggest bloggers 
if at any point they, they're rude or, you know what, pay on time. That's a really good one. Pay on time. Oh, that is a good one. <laughs> that's a really good point. I should have started with that. I'm sure you probably experienced some of that, like not being paid on time. That's something that is just kind of a no brainer for me, but I suppose people can. Uh, generally, actually, I must say, I've only had to chase a very small handful of times because because we're all kind of in the same boat, right? You know, you might have done a sponsor post that you're waiting for payment for three months. Yes. Later. Absolutely. We all get the frustration. Um, and also in my TV career, I was a freelancer. So I get the pay thing. I, <laughs> I've, I've worked in, with invoices for quite a long time now. Um, so that's fine. But um, if a huge blogger I was working with started either being really rude, I don't need the work necessarily sometimes. So, I, you know, you can walk away from those relationships. I have a great group of people right now and they're always thanking me, telling me I'm an, I'm an angel. That stuff goes. Oh, you know. a little bit can go a long way. It does. I'm, I'm like, I'm at your beck and call, you know, like just, yeah, just be nice. You know, we're all kind of at home in our home offices, typing away or cooking away or, you know, we're all by ourselves. So kind of, you know, that little bit of human interaction, I think goes a long way sometimes. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Something I have never really thought of, and I've never done this, but do you recommend drawing up contracts for VAs or is it okay to keep things on the casual side? Personally, I haven't. I don't. I and again, I think that's going back to my TV career where I had to do so many contracts with people and I found them such a pointless waste of time a lot of the time. And so I kind of have a hatred for them a little bit. Um, I have worked with bigger bloggers that have their own kind of, you know, I'm happy to sign a contract for them. That's no worries at all. Um, a lot of, sometimes it's kind of like a, an NDA. I'm a blogger. I'm in their recipes the whole time. I, I might steal something. I don't. I'm not going to. I have my own things. Um, but, you know, I think sometimes it makes people feel more comfortable. So kind of have a, a non-disclosure agreement maybe um, and kind of just setting out the pay scale and what you expect to do in that time. I think something very basic would work. This is how many hours we agree to. This is the price. Don't steal any of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Again, back to the basics. Be nice. Yeah, absolutely. Be nice. Don't steal people's stuff. <laughs> well, I think it's important to point out as we kind of wrap up our chat here that when the time is right, it is definitely highly beneficial to find a good VA to take some of that work off of our hands because it opens up the doors for content creation, which is what we all want, right? So a good VA should be able to support each blogger's vision and happily take care of things on the back end so that we can create more and again be nice but hopefully we can all find that mutual partnership that works for us betty being a va yourself now is your chance to tell food bloggers any parting nuggets of advice you've already given us so much but is there anything extra that you feel we should know or little pieces of advice that you feel va should know you've experienced both sides which i love so let's hear your last little bits so i think i had a big change um well not a change it was a bit of a an epiphany probably about five months ago so I was already working with a lot of bloggers um, and I just had a bit of an epiphany of like hang on treat this like a business and that that goes for my VA stuff that also goes for my blog I think for so for so many of us um, we started our blogs as kind of hobbies um, you know I know for sure it was like uh, every other Sunday I would do something on the blog and it started like that and now so many of us are going in you know we see growth and how how the best way to do it and so just treat your blog as a business um, that also goes for you know 
I'm now treating VA like my business. I'm very set in my hours and that kind of stuff. Also with my blog, I've started to invest a lot more. Um, I have an SEO audit coming up and I feel very excited about it because I'm kind of, uh, now I'm like, oh, I'm a blogger. That's what I do. <laughs> um, it was a fundamental um, change in the way I saw my blog and VAing. Um, VAing absolutely is kind of my full-time job right now, but I'm doing it so that I can grow my blog. And yeah, you know, if you're hiring people, be a CEO. Um, don't be afraid to say what you want. Don't let someone ramroad in, you into something. If you're not comfortable, walk away from it. You don't, you don't have to kind of go in the same direction as everyone else. I have so many favorite quotes from this chat with you. Be a CEO. I love that. It is so true because most of us did start food blogging as a hobby or maybe like a someday I'll turn this into a full-time thing. But it is so important that we treat it like a business and that we treat ourselves like a CEO. Love that. And I love your unique perspective, having both sides. So it was a really great chat today, Betty. I know that food bloggers are going to love the information you shared because a lot of them are at a place where they are seeing the need to hire extra help in order to keep things going. So super valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been really nice talking to you. Yes, it's been so fun. So do you have any favorite quotes? Um, so I'm just going to recap on the, the best quote so far, which is just, just be a nice person. Yes, be a CEO and be a <laughs> nice person. Right. It's not that hard, people. Come on. It isn't. It's so simple. So, Betty, I'm going to put a list of your favorite resources relating to this topic of how and why to find BAs. And those can be found on your show notes page. And that's at eatblogtalk.com forward slash Betty D. Betty, tell my listeners the best place to find you online. So my blog is Slow the Cook Down. So you can contact me through there if you need to. Um, and I'm also on all the usual social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. Um, and you can find me there at Slow the Cook Down. Awesome. Thanks for listening today, food bloggers. And I'll catch you in the next episode. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.